Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's going on, Ovi? Yo, you know what time it is. It's time for the Maddie J podcast. And you also know what time it is. It's time to have a guest on. It's been a long time. Yo, who, who's on the other end of this? Who's yo, on? yo, yo. It's A-Train over in uh, Japan, 1020 oh, in the morning shit. on a Saturday. Nice, yeah. 14-hour dish, dude. How's it? How is... uh? just connecting with anyone back home with that much of a time difference i feel so, like there there couldn't be a time zone in the entire world that's worse than like the difference between us and the <laughs> east coast right now yeah it's brutal like, dude. it's terrible it's so bad there's been like a few times i've wanted to text you or call you or something and i realize it's like three o'clock in the morning there so i'm like oh yeah and probably, it's the probably not it's, a good idea it's not only like connecting with people, but it's like everything else that I like kind of enjoy as well, like in terms of like sports. So like football and the World Cup and everything. It's like, oh, when's this game? It's fucking always three in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to be up for this. And it's it's just kind of sad. Yeah, like I guess one of the one o'clock games start at three in the morning. Yeah, for <laughs> on, me. on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On Monday. I'm like, I got yeah. go to go to work later. Like, I don't want to do this. Have you done it, though? Um, so I'll usually wake up sometimes around like five thirty, and then I'll catch like the fourth quarter for most of the games, which is actually kind of cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like, I can see the recap of like all the scores and stuff and then be like, Oh, these are some close games and only watch the good part. I can't imagine a more no- annoying way to wake up though than Scott Hansen doing uh NFL red zone, like an eight, an eight box, just going crazy. Yeah, I purposefully avoid that. We have, um, so like when you're stationed overseas and you're on a base, you get like free cable channels. And essentially, like for every NFL Sunday, we have like three different games we can watch. But because the military is like so much from like either Florida or Texas, it's always the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. That's like the only options I ever have. No Jacksonville? Damn. No Jacksonville. I mean, sometimes they have the Redskins. I think Redskins are prioritized as well. Jeez, dude. They prioritize some weird teams. Okay. I guess that makes sense, though. People from, like, D.C., Florida, and Texas. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I, don't really, I haven't really been following too much, probably, like, the last five weeks, just because of World Cup and stuff. And I don't know, man. For some reason, like, the NFL is starting to get old to me, dude. Just the same shit every year. I don't know. My team does well, but, like, we never do well enough to like do anything crazy in the playoffs. So it's like, why am I doing this? I, I, I don't know. And I guess with the saints, you must be feeling kind of the same way or maybe you yeah. just watch it for the love of the sport. I don't know. But No, I haven't. I've, I've watched one saints game this year because they're always on at like three in the morning, but sometimes when they have a primetime game, I can watch it from the office at work, but then trying to watch them play football is almost worse. So I just kind of, <laughs> so, you know, like they're such rather a bad fucking team, dude. Oh, it's it's miserable trying to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you'd rather work than watch a sporting event. Yeah, like can we mute this TV? Because I don't want to watch Tom Brady score two touchdowns in three minutes. Like that's <laughs> that's not what I'm I'm trying to do right now on a, on a Monday morning. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, um, what do you think of this world? So who we for all the listeners here? We did a giant World Cup pool, and each of us picked two teams. So there were 16 guys in it. Um, we each put in, what, 25? So the winner gets 375. Yeah. And yeah. who's now left? Who's got France and who's got uh, Argentina? So Randog has France, who I think from, like, the start of the World Cup, they – I know they weren't the favorites, but I feel like everyone actually thought they were the favorites because it's obviously it's fucking France. They still have like all the same people who won the World Cup last year. Like they're still a dominant team. Uh, so Randy has France and then Taylor Schneeberger has Argentina, which started the World Cup off 
with a loss to Saudi Arabia and looked like they weren't even going to make it out of the group stage, and now here they are in the finals. Yeah, when they had that loss, I was like, oh, shit. And then they uh, in their second game against Mexico, and they barely, like, squeaked it out. They scored a couple goals in, like, the 80-plus minute. And, uh, yeah. And now here they are. Why can't the USA do that, dude? Just can't fucking do it. Uh <laughs> no comment I've, I've only been able to watch the usa games like in recap but like even that i'm like i'm gonna turn this off yeah i, I mean i watched uh i didn't watch this play any of the games that weren't on like friday or saturday i just couldn't watch but like yeah i watched this play um england which is actually one of the best zero zero games i've ever seen probably because i was a fan of one of the teams but yeah um and then I don't know if you heard earlier editions of the Maddie J podcast, but I was talking about how English fans were fucking distraught that they tied us. It was like they lost a, a dear relative or something, dude. They were so Good. fucking pissed. Good. Fuck them. Yeah, I know. And then I had them as my World Cup team in, in our friend pool and the draw. They were one of my two teams. And, uh, they won against France, and that's Randy. So I was talking a little shit to Randy. Of course, the shit talking bit me in the ass, and they lost. In yeah. true, in true England fashion, just choking on a penalty, and uh, just kind of wimp dicking their way to losing. So I don't know, man. Yeah, never been a Harry Kane fan. I do think it's unfortunate they played France so early in the tournament because I think had they been any other part of that bracket, they probably would have made it to the finals against France. Dude, France had the easiest fucking path. Not who against did... England, though. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But who did they... They had, like, Switzerland, fucking England, Switzerland, and Morocco. Morocco, yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Yep. That's... And now... Dude, it's kind of crazy though. Like Mbappe's fucking twenty three years old, right? And he's already like in like the top ten and all these different things for like goals and assists and World Cups and all that. Like he's gonna be around for at least another, if not two more World Cups. So he's gonna probably be like the record holder here in the next ten years. Yeah, I would think so. Didn't I think Messi broke the record for Argentinian players? He did, yeah. In a World Cup, yeah. Yep. And at this point, I just kind of want him to to win a World Cup, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, Mbappe, I remember the last World Cup, he was like 18, 18, 19, and he was yep. fucking so good then, too. Yeah, watching him just like blow by defenders because his, his speed and his height and like just everything, I'm like, wow, this guy, I, I can see why they're paying, you know, Dude, 150 million a year or whatever. They clocked him running a 40 yard dash in 3.8 seconds. Yeah, like, insane. Like, the fastest NFL player runs it in, a, like, a 4-2. <laughs> so, he's half a second faster than, like, Tyreek Hill or Lamar Jackson or something like that. True, but he, they, I'm pretty sure they clocked him after he was already moving. So, like, it's not like he started from a standstill. He was already Oh, gotcha. Up. Yeah. yeah. Fair, fair enough. So, pretty much the same, the same speed as, like, Tyreek Hill, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's fucking crazy. Why am I so surprised though? It's like the that's their number one sport over there, and like I don't know. I was talking to Eddie. He has this. He doesn't think that Eddie's one of our friends, by the way, for all the people listening. And he's a uh, very much more knowledgeable in, in uh, the football arts than I am. But he he was telling me that he doesn't really buy the whole argument that our football players or like our baseball players or whatever played soccer, that we'd be a more dominant team. I don't think so. You don't think so either? Okay. No, I don't. Why not? Because they're um, not, they're not athletically built for that skill set. Is that what it is? Or do you think our best soccer players are already playing soccer? Basically. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I thought it was funny. I think I sent it to you in like a text message. Like what I want to see is like, and then someone like made a, um, a soccer team of all like superstars from other sports. And he'd be like, yeah, try and get past fucking Derrick Henry in the back line. Like see what happens. Like I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like a, uh, uh, Gronkowski, Derrick Henry and Marshawn Lynch 
Kind of like a center backs. Yeah. Like a header, you go up for a header and you're just like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Gronkowski like heads it and then spikes the ball after. But there would have to be, I feel like, a little bit right, because there would have to be a a sport where huge giant dudes could play. Because people always want to see big dudes just hit each other as hard as they can. Yeah. So if there wasn't football, they'd probably be playing rugby or something. So. We're a lot like Australia in that sense, which is why I was rooting for them as well. Because, you know, nobody really plays soccer who's like the best athletes there. They play rugby. Right. So, And they're like a dominant rugby country, which I think is actually more athletically demanding than oh, it's uh, like soccer it's, by far. It's the running of soccer mixed with the contact of Physicality, football. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I tried out. I tried out rugby in Korea on like just like a um, an intramural team for, you know, a few months, and I was like, no, nope, I'm gonna get hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna get hurt if I continue to do this because you don't have padding. You're constantly getting tackled in like weird ways, and like just, I I don't know how those players make it as long as they do in that sport because it's just it's just so much like you could get concussions every every single game or like you could like hurt your. It's, dude, I'm I'm telling you, it's just it's something else. Why do some guys wear the, um, you know, like the old squ- old style, like leather football? Yeah, because they're constantly like they're putting their head like into um, usually the back of their own okay. players, and like I think it's just like a friction thing. Yo, let me get some friction on that ass. Yeah, put that put that head into my legs. So, dude, I know I've been talking to you, you know, on and off since you moved, but like, how was the? Uh, how was the transition from Salt Lake to where you're living now? Like how so long did it take to get settled? Yeah, I don't it feels like it hasn't been that long since we last talked, but I guess if you know you think about it, it's been almost six months, which I don't know what happened to the last six months. It flew by like insanely Dude, fast. Six months in podcast time, it might as well be like ten years. Yeah. But yeah, yeah well, I feel like you probably have like several kids now a new dog you know lots of things have happened my kids are like nine years old yeah oh my gosh crazy but no it was um it was a rough transition so uh the last time we talked i think i was talking about like yeah we were going to japan right but it was a different base that we were projected to go to and it was like northern japan and then i think like a day before we were supposed to like final out of our base in utah uh, medical was like, Hey, sorry, we found some like medical issues from a time you had gone in to go see somebody like two years ago. And now you're a concern or you're too much of a risk to go to Northern Japan. So they canceled my assignment like a day before we were supposed to leave, which was just completely like, what, what was the, I mean, I guess you can't, it's like your own medical history. I don't want to dig too deep, but like, I mean, what? I can, I can tell you, it's not like I'm really, you know, I, I don't feel bad about it. I think so. I went in for like, I told him I had anxiety because I was like, I was a project officer for all these different things. And like, I was like in the middle of traveling and like I had friends visiting. There's like a lot of things going on. And I think I just went in and I was like, hey, can you prescribe me something like that? I'll just like, you know, make me relax a little bit. And to them now, like, I'm just like in this category of like, oh, he's got mental health concerns because he came in for anxiety. And I guess, like, because Japan is such, like, a remote location and, like, you don't see people and you don't see your family. And, of course, you're 14 hours different from the East Coast. Like, now they're like, oh, we can't risk having people here who have mental health issues. And it just spiraled into this whole completely, you know, know exaggerated issue that wasn't an issue. The ironic thing is if you didn't have a mental health issue before, that situation gave you – a mental health issue. <laughs> I know, like, if I didn't have anxiety before, like, that definitely caused more anxiety. So, anyway, they canceled, um, they canceled Misawa. We called the assignments team. We we're like, hey, listen, my wife quit her job. Like, all our shit's literally in Japan right now, and they just canceled our assignment. Is there anything you can do? And they're like, well, there's a couple openings in Yakota, which is also Japan, but it's, like, right outside Tokyo. So, they called Tokyo and they're like, Hey, do you guys mind taking this guy? Like Masao didn't want him. Cause like, you know, the stupid medical shit, that's not even real. And then Yakota's like, Oh yeah, we, we don't care at all. Go ahead and send our way. So a few weeks later they had new orders for us. And then we 
ended up PCSing like I think a month after we were supposed to in like July timeframe. And now we're now we're at Yokota Air Base, like right outside Tokyo. And we've moved into our house and have all our shit together and new job and everything. So it's been it's been a transition, but we're we're good now. So good. Good. Yeah. And you sent me a picture the other day of eating at least 20 plates of sushi. Oh, yeah, dude. How many how many pieces of sushi were on each plate? Literally for the audience. There is at least 25 plates. Yeah, I think we had empty plates of sushi. Yeah, so if anyone knows, like, what Nigeria is, which is the best way to describe it, it's, like, literally just, you know, a little ball of rice with a raw fish on the top, whether that be salmon or tuna or, like, tempura shrimp or, like, there's, honestly, you go to these little fast food sushi restaurants here in Japan, there's a hundred different options, but each little plate comes with two pieces of, you know, rice with fish on top, which costs about 90 cents to, if you want an up, you know, a, a higher quality sushi, you can get, pay, like, a dollar fifty. And each plate, I mean, like, you can eat it and then move on to the next one, and and 20 plates will go by pretty fast. And at the end of the the whole meal, it's, like, maybe 25 bucks, which is absolutely insane. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Dude, I think I paid 15, 16 bucks for, like, uh, a spicy spicy tuna roll. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which has, like, three pieces of, like, well, like, five pieces of, like, like, one by one inch. Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's because like the availability of of fish in the states versus you know here in Japan we're surrounded by water so it may be a lot easier. But they are gouging in the states compared to here. I remember Rachel and I in Utah when we wanted to go get sushi we had to like set aside a hundred dollars because that's how much it was going to cost for both. Of oh us to yeah, go. yeah no yeah that's not a, a unreasonable amount to set aside yeah. But you would think like the middle of florida <laughs> right an yeah. hour and a half from both coasts you'd think i could get like tuna <laughs> right just Delivered give me here. some fucking cheap ass fish that you catch by the boatload nope and they don't have fucking crabs here either so i uh i asked my dad he's like you want anything like he gives me some money every year for christmas but he's also like i want to get you something so i was like how about some crab cakes? And he's like, all right. So he looks online and, uh, cause they don't have crab cakes here. Like no one else in the entire world really makes crab cakes except for Maryland, which I didn't really realize. I thought some place would like copy it. Well, what about, uh, like up in Maine and, um, the, like I mean, the Boston they, area? They do like lobster rolls. That's like lobster country. So yeah. different fish, but, uh, Nobody does crab cakes. And, like, it, I would even have a knockoff one at this point. But, yeah, anyway, my dad's like, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, for two crab cakes to ship them down, it's like $150. So I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want to eat a $75 crab cake, so I'm good. I, I hate to make you, make you jealous, but we just had a holiday party last Friday, and it was, uh, like, all-you-can-eat crab cakes. They have crab cakes in Japan, but they don't yep. have crab cakes here. Okay. Yep. That yep. makes sense. I had like three of them too, and they had like the little, you know, the, what's that sauce? The tartar sauce on it or whatever? What, like They're Old pretty, Bay? Pretty delicious. No, Old Bay. Oh. They don't do that here. Okay. Old Bay? <laughs> the uncultured yeah, slide of Japan don't have Old Bay. Um, what do they, uh, what's the nightlife like out there? Uh, it's actually, so... <laughs> I thought it would be, I don't know. It's it's completely different than the States. If you're in Tokyo, sure, you can find, like, clubs and nightlife and stuff going on. And it's very similar to, like, you know, any big city out there. But if you are not in Tokyo, good luck. Like, everything closes at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Like, here near where we live, which is only, like, 25 kilometers away from downtown Tokyo, like, bars close around, you know, before midnight on a Friday or Saturday night. And it's kind of like... Wow, I okay. I don't get it. I I feel like you know this city like definitely could stay up a lot later, but I think it's also the culture of Japan. Like they don't drink the same way that like we do in the states. Like they don't binge, they don't do any of that. They they drink socially and then they go home, and it's just a different kind of vibe here. So they don't binge in Japan. I I don't know why I thought they would. 
Maybe because Korea think, was so crazy. Yeah, South Korea definitely, but they're not like South Korea like at all when it comes to drinking. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. There's no place I've been in the U.S. that isn't people binge drinking to some right? degree. Yeah. 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 Just no place but we're like maybe Utah. But that's true. I went, yeah, I went Utah there and saw really... you. There, you were binge drinking. But they also <laughs> closed down at like one o'clock, and then they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, good luck getting home because there's one Uber for the whole city." Yeah, I remember that. We had to walk. <laughs> I will say though, it's kind of cool here. <laughs> the um, the Jinjilbang. I don't know what they call it here versus uh, in korea but like the the karaoke parlors right where you can go and rent out your own karaoke room with your friends and they'll bring up you know beer or bottle service or whatever and it's actually it's pretty cheap when you think about it but that's that's a lot of fun and i feel like that's something that america hasn't really taken advantage of yet or like gotten on board with uh yeah i mean it's like no go ahead sorry I was just making those like establishments where they have like all the different karaoke rooms versus like, oh, you go to a bar and there's one fucking mic up at the front and like one person singing that no one wants to listen to versus, hey, if you want to do that, here's your own room to go have fun. Oh, so it's your own room. Okay. I was going to say like, yeah, the karaoke scene here, it's usually like uh, divorced uh, 48 year old women singing country songs who are fucking plastered and there's like four... <laughs> Four or five people in the bar. Yeah, that's how it works. But, like, yeah, if you could take your friends, you're, like, a group of 20 friends, go into a room and, like, just sing karaoke within your own room. That's a lot better. Yeah, and the like, fact that, that you have 20 crazy. friends, that's that's insane. Dude, I have, like, 80 friends. Oh, my. Least. Facebook says I have a 1,000. Facebook <laughs> says I have a 1,000. Yeah, dude. If I, let's say, I texted 80 people and ask them to hang out this Saturday, two or three <laughs> might show up. It's possible. Yeah. So, that's how it goes. I couldn't, I couldn't say the same. Oh, yeah, you'd have hundreds? <laughs> no, I mean, like, if you can get to Japan, then sure, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I text you for something any time in the next week or two, like, yeah, that's not happening. Dude, I'll be there. You know that. All right. Book your tickets. You just got to get like across America and then across the entire Pacific Ocean. See, I'm in the unique position where do I just go east or west at this point? You know, I still think it's faster to go west. Okay. All right. But that's actually a good question. I don't know. You maybe if you flew to like. At what point do you go east to go east? If you could do it so you can make it from what? Miami to LA in one flight and then LA to Tokyo in another flight. So two total flights versus if you go east. Yeah, I'd have to go to London, then like Moscow. Yeah. You could do you could get to London and then you could get to India and then India to Tokyo, but that's still like that's I think that's a lot more travel. Yeah, that sounds awful. And you have to fly over China, and they'll be like, "Is that Matt? Is that Matty J in the airplane up there?" Well, I was just thinking when I said landing in Moscow, I was thinking of like you know Brittany Griner situation where I have uh, I have some weed, some weed in my pocket, and I forgot <laughs> about it, and they just detained me for like twelve years and make yeah, and no one would ever know because you don't play basketball for. <laughs> I'm not a female <laughs> basketball player. Yeah, we would. No one would hear one news story of you being put into prison in Russia. Well, I know there's a variety of opinions on this, so let me ask you. Um, what do you think about us trading a WNBA player for a Russian arms dealer who's sure to kill lots of people? Are you in favor of that? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know how you could have the opinion that, like, that's a good idea. Like, I, I don't know. I do think it's super fucked up that like, cause like, let's say it wasn't Brittany Griner. Let's say it was just like, you know, anyone else. And it was like completely innocent. And like the rules in Russia are com- like, I, I think way over the top, but like, had that been someone else and we were like, Hey, we need you back. You're like, obviously you're an American and we have the resources to do this. Let's make it happen. I, in that case, in terms of like, you know, supporting our own countrymen, then yeah, whoever it was bringing them back seems like the right answer. Uh, regardless of if it was a, uh, you know, an arms dealer or whatever. 
That is true. Because, like, I mean, from all I've heard, he is an arms dealer. But, I mean, I'm getting my news from the United States. What if so, it was, like, you, and you got there, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? And, like, no one gave a shit. Like, that would be so depressing. You probably wouldn't even make it whatever term you had to serve out. What do you mean, like, if I went where? <laughs> if you went to Russia, and, like, they grabbed you for the same thing, and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't even know I had, like, that little bit of weed in my suitcase or whatever because it was from a previous trip, right? And they're like, oh, sorry, we got to put you in prison for the next 25 years. And then America was like, oh, good luck with that. Like, that would be... Oh, that's totally what would happen, too. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. First of I all, I, I wouldn't be Go such ahead. a dumbass to actually bring weed in, to Russia. You bring weed to Russia? Well, actually, yeah, I, I think mean... she, she was flying out of the airport. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. But she was flying out of the airport, and she had, like, uh, CBD oil in her, like, bag. I, I don't even know if it was CBD oil. It might have been actual, like, THC oil in her bag. It's like... How retarded are you? You can't wait till you get home and just yeah. buy it in California or something. I don't understand. I'm sure you could change my mind in like 10 minutes and I would be like, nah, fuck her, leave her in prison. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, like if you were to fly into Singapore, and I know this because Rachel and I went there a few years ago, and you have drugs on you, you literally will, they'll kill you. It's a death sentence. Like you cannot bring drugs into that country. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, I've seen, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Locked Up Abroad. But I used to love watching that show. It was on Nat Geo. And yeah. uh, it was full of stories of people, like, firsthand accounts of people just like that. Who, like, they accidentally had cocaine on them or they got tricked into bringing cocaine. And they got, like, a death sentence or, like, 50 yeah. years in prison. Uh, life in prison, right? And then it was just, like, terrible living conditions. And, like, it was, yeah. yeah I... For anybody <laughs> listening, I would totally recommend watching Locked Up Abroad. Uh, which isn't the same as Locking Up Abroad on uh, net, on the uh, Cinemax channel. But uh, Locked Up Abroad is uh, a great fucking show about people who end up in situations like that, usually because of drugs. Yeah. Um, and then they find a way to es- either escape um, and the U.S. just won't extradite them back because we're like, fuck you. We're the U.S. And uh, You're not or- Brittany it. <laughs> Or or people like Brittany Griner who like get extremely lucky and just get out. But yeah, have you seen the news clip of like they're talking about like oh my god when she first stepped off the plane onto U.S. soil we were also like it was we were crying and this and that and then it shows like the video and she literally just like kind of walks off a plane and like walks into a terminal and there's nothing like exciting about it whatsoever. But... <laughs> They have, like, they zoom in on her, and they, like, darken everything around her, and they're, like, there she is walking to the terminal from the airplane. Like, it's, like, this huge deal. You know what they should have played? They should have played that one, I don't know who sings it, but, there she goes. <laughs> Just, like, on yeah. CNN as they're filming it. But, yeah, it's all, it's all, it's like that, dude. It's, like, everything nowadays is, like, over the top, and, like, everybody's, Oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Oh my god, <laughs> the worst day ever. And so like, dude, this really isn't this isn't the worst thing that's happened to you in like the last hour. The fuck yeah. The the, the news itself though, like making such a big deal out of it, it reminds me of that Key and Peel skit. Um uh, it's which one's uh the bald guy? So he's like a news anchor or whatever, and he's like, This just in uh, we have like a white baby missing in a park or whatever. And it's got like, it, it goes to the scene and there's like SWAT teams and cops and like all these people. <laughs> and the, the whole time the baby was just fine. It was like 20 feet like away from where the mom was. And they're like, oh, thank God. Okay, well, breaking news. The baby's fine. Like everything's good to go. And then like the next news scene, it's like, we have a, a black baby missing. And like there's crickets and like no one cares at all. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, well, back to the white baby 14 days later, still at home, still completely fine. Like, just, Yeah, there's nothing, some truth to that, man. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing to, do, to like report news on these days. So we just exaggerate little shit that happens. I was thinking before, because I was, like, watching Dahmer, um, which kind of sucked, by the way. I wouldn't recommend it. Don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could have done it a lot better. But uh, I was thinking, like, there's, like, literal – there's people literally living in the inner city hoods who probably have killed, like, ten people. And, like, 
nobody cares. Like, they're not, like, oh, serial killer, you know, whoever, whoever. Yeah. But it's, like, a white guy does that thing, and it's, like, that's that's what makes it. It's not, like, because white people are the ones killing and the white white people are the ones getting killed. That's what's making the news. Yeah. But, like, like, you see, like, maybe in Chicago, like, 10 people got shot this weekend. It's, like, oh, that's, like, a two-second segment on the news. It's, like, there are probably some guys out there in the gangs in the inner cities who probably have killed, like, 20 people. And, like, they're just walking around right now. And they're not notorious or anything because they killed people that no one really gives a shit about. So. And the news doesn't make a huge deal about it, and they don't have extra resources from the federal government trying to figure out what's going on. Right, like, nobody's even, like, trying to stop it, really. Yeah. Oh, they're in a gang. They deserve to all die, I guess. Oh, what can you expect? Inner city, right? Haha, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, it's just like, oh, that's typical, man. That's typical. Dude, Maddie J political hour. How do you guys like that? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, how's, uh, how's fucking, how's your job? Because I know you kind of, switched roles a little bit right or is it the same kind of role no it's it's completely different it's like a staff job my last job was very like operational where i was working you know with the recruiters on a daily slash weekly basis and now i'm literally just doing like i put briefs together and i schedule meetings and i schedule like trips for like leadership and it's just it's not really my thing and i don't mind doing it but i you know i'm already looking forward to whatever job i get next dude so my 34th birthday coming up very soon. What do you got? What do you have planned for that? Are you planning it? Anything? Since what do I have planned for, for yeah, your birthday? Since, yeah, <laughs> since you're party planning on <laughs> On June 24th. What? That's not my birthday. We'll be here. We'll be here and we'll be, uh, we'll be ready to greet you at the airport and bring you back to Yakota Air Base. Oh, that sounds picturesque. First of all, and, and we'll stop and get sushi on the way and just eat until we hate ourselves and then get drunk. Dude, how American is that? You got to love that shit. <laughs> Especially everyone overseas. It's like, well, hold on. I will say, though, um, <clears throat> Americans, not not that huge drinkers compared to other nationalities that I've seen. Really not. I mean, Japan might be more reserved than us, but, like, we are definitely not towards the top. Who do you think is? Russia, South Korea? Oh, Russia, for sure. Spain? Who drink? Oh, Italy, probably. They just drink wine all day. I'm going to say Ireland. That's true. Russia, England is up there. Yep, yep. Uh, Like, all the Balkan states, like Serbia. Dude, we're we're, like, 18th on the drinking list that's what i think we're around 18 let's like get it, the let's get the fact checker online like world cup of drinking like in beer fest you know they like kind of basically did the world cup of drinking yeah we're we're not even getting out of the group stage dude there's no way <laughs> and south korea drank america under the table i always like that scene when uh they they just take like an intermission. Everybody goes to piss, and it's just like a fucking river of piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I read any uh, you read any good books lately? I've been. I, I've been. I have. I was just gonna say I've been slacking so hard on reading books. Not one finished book in 2022. I have like, I want to say four or five books that I made it like 60 or 70 percent of the way, and I just haven't finished them. Anything, so, so I guess they're not that great. Yeah, none of them have really, you know, compelled me to finish the book. And I feel like with everything else kind of going on with work and the move and all that, it's been it's been harder to, like, actually sit down and just, you know, relax. But I would like to this next, like, you know, couple weeks here when we get to the new year, make some goals for 2023 and actually, like, get back into some stuff. Do you have anything that's uh, caught your attention as far as what you want to pick up? Um, so I'm actually, I have to, I have to do this, uh, degree for the air force. Right. So like once you get to major this, this thing called 
air command and staff college opens up and like, I have to virtually go online and complete this course. And it's very similar to like an MBA, not an MBA, but like a master's degree where you have like 12 classes you have to take. Sure. Uh, But it's just a lot, you you know, you do it on your own pace and it's a lot quicker and you can dock it out in probably like four or five months if you really wanted to. But I have to finish that this next year because you have to do it before you're eligible to promote again. So. Gotcha. Is there anybody who's like, yeah, I refuse to take that. Yeah. I mean, people, they, they, you know, they don't take it or they don't do it. And then the boards come up for Lieutenant Colonel and they don't make Lieutenant Colonel. And it's like, Oh, well, you know, you did that to yourself. So if, if I want to set myself up for promotion in a few years, then I've got to do it. But other people, you know, maybe they're thinking they're already going to get out and they just don't care and they don't want to do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So Lieutenant Colonel is the next rank. Damn son. I know. I don't know where the time's going. I think I still have like four years before that would even happen. So it's not like anytime soon, but it is kind of crazy to think that like shit as of next week, I'll have been in the air force for 10 years. Oh, really? Through 10 10 years next week? Damn. Yep. And you get, do you have to do, is it like the police force where you have to do a 20, 20 and out? You have to do 20. You can do up to 30 if they let you, but uh, 20 minimum if you want the retirement for the rest of your life. And 30 if you want like, uh, like what, 70% of what you made or something? Yeah. So essentially like at 20 years, you get 50% of what your like last paycheck was for like the rest of your life every every month um and then every two years is another i want to say five percent so if like you do 22 years you get 55 percent of what you were making and if you do 24 years you get 60 percent all the way up to 30 which was 75 percent of what you were making which is actually a nice nice bump that you could probably comfortably live on for the rest of your life so you have You'll be like in your early fifties, and you won't ever have to work again, possibly. Yeah, I could be in my early forties and never have to work again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where can I enlist, man? <laughs> All right, let's go back ten years. Don't get whatever job or degree or whatever you did. Just join the military. You mean my political science degree is not going to do anything for me? Is that what you're saying? I would vote for you. You would. Yeah, if you want to run for like you know, office in Florida, I'll I'll move down there and I'll vote for you. Okay, and I'll be like, has anyone heard his podcast? He's such a genius. Oh my god, dude, this podcast is definitely going to come up in some. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to defend it on stage at some point. Something that I've said. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, uh, you know, on this date three years ago, you mentioned that you were super fucking high and drunk at the same time then drove. What, what can you talk to that? <laughs> I said, I smoked tobacco. With Eric yeah. Tobacco. Yeah. I've definitely talked about like a wide array of things that, uh, probably would get me ousted. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe politics isn't the future for you. Yeah. But speaking of future, so you just got a dog recently, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. He's, you know what uh, that means. It's always the first step before you are like, okay, we can handle a dog. I guess, you know, what's, what's yeah, next, Yeah, I right? know. Yeah. There's definitely a progression that's happening. Yep. And uh, I'm here for it. I'm all right. Because I think, like, when my grandparents, right, when they were my age, my granddad already had, like, a 10-year-old kid. So like, <laughs> you're you're kind of behind the power. Curve. I'm a little bit behind the curve, and you know, um, I kind of feel maybe maybe as uh as millennials we shouldn't compare ourselves to generations past because it doesn't look good on paper. It's like I was thinking like, who besides just a couple people we know, at least in our mutual friends, right? Your yeah. Friend, who really has a kid? So it's funny you say that. I think our friend group specifically is the outlier because like every other group of friends that like at least I have or that Rachel has, they all have fucking kids, dude. They all have kids. It's insane. You're the one that doesn't. Yeah, I'm the one that doesn't. But then I look at, you know, the Maryland crew and I'm like, oh, well, this is normal. Okay, maybe I need to get different friends. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I mean, I don't think my friend Tyler, I hung out with him last night. He got, he, he got a night off from the family. He's married with three kids. He's here at Yakota with me. But we went down to Tachikawa for a couple hours. And, like, he only gets to do that, you know, once every month, if not, you know, a couple months, right? Sure. And I'm like, do I want to have yeah. that lifestyle at this point in my life, you know? And I feel like it's very similar, like, what he's going through for everyone that has kids, right? It's hard to get away. It's hard to just, you know, be like, oh, you know, no responsibilities tonight. Let's go out and get drunk. Right. <clears throat> in a way, uh, it's like... I welcome it if it happens, for sure. Because, like, if you think about it, I'm 33, almost 34. What what am I doing, really, if I don't, you know, if I don't try at least to to be a dad? Like, what what am I really doing? Am I just... I mean, whatever you want. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Rachel and I have talked about it, and we... It's not really you know, anytime soon, that's not the plan. But um, I may have mentioned to you on a different, maybe not podcast, but a different conversation that I think we're going to probably adopt in a few years. And oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 We've talked it's... about, we've talked about all possibilities. I'll say that, but like, <clears throat> I think that's a very uh, good thing to do because there's a lot of fucked up people in the world who do have kids who really shouldn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah get the chance to like actually prevent one more serial killer from being born from being raised so yeah good on and it would you. be cool to you know go back to the states and like there's there's so many different places you can you know you can go to and say like hey this is what i'm interested in yeah there's there's kids in shelters all over the place so yeah and it's really fucked up I, i've heard some stories just about kids who grew up they basically think no one loves them for like yeah. 18, 20 years. Like, how horrible is that? Are it's you, terrible. It is. You just prevent... Like, how fucked up would you be if you were like, oh, nobody really cares about me your entire fucking childhood? That would fuck you up so badly. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Utah, my shirt... So, like, he's the first sergeant for our squadron. His neighbor uh, adopted, like, I want to say 10 kids over the course of, like, six years damn son yeah i guess like after the first couple he was like oh well this is fun and he just kept going and like he's got this like huge house in utah like they're not mormon or anything but like he like in my head i feel like he is like what we need more of in this country or in america sure sure and like yeah. he gives them all a home he gives them all family he gives them all you know like you know Christmas. love and care Christmas, yeah like thanksgiving birthday to. yeah 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 oh, i just God. think it's really cool yeah, it is cool. It is cool. And, like, you know, we've definitely had that conversation of, like, you know, what if something happens where that's our option? That's the option we need to, to do. Like, are we willing to do it? And I think totally. Yeah, like, like there's some kid who would grow up to be a fucking asshole. And it's not really his fault or her fault. You know, yeah. it's just a fucked up upbringing. If you could prevent that, man, that's one of the greatest things you can do, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but uh, so, what else? What else is going on there in Florida? I know it's been like what a year now since you guys moved. Yeah, so we hit the year mark a uh, week after Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, it's great, man. I love it. We're all dabbing down the hatches. <clears throat> We're, we're we're pulling out our winter coats. We're fucking we're getting ready for the deep freeze because fifty eight degree weather is coming next week. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, dude. See, that's that's what the most awesome part is. Like, I've been wearing shorts and a t shirt like all the way through today since probably like February. Yeah, there was a couple weeks in January where it's like in the fifties and I guess this year it's coming a little early, but like I've been in shorts and a t-shirt for like 10 months and it's been amazing. Like I'll take a, I'll take a three or four week winter quote unquote, where it's like low sixties, you know, that's like nothing. So, and then back to shirts and a t-shirt t-shirt. Yeah. Come like Valentine's day. It's like 80 degrees again. So 
I couldn't like weather-wise couldn't ask for better. I can go to the beach pretty much whenever I want. Um, I got a dog. I can't imagine how much of a pussy my dog would be in the cold weather. It'd be kind of fun to see. Yeah. So a lot of people I don't think would know this, but Japan is surprisingly like Tokyo specifically surprisingly warm like year round. We just like as of like last week had to start bundling up a little bit, like putting on sweatshirts when we go out because like it up until like first week of December, it's been warm enough to just, you know, go outside with a t-shirt on. So I didn't really anticipate. Yeah. Uh, What is it like 60s, 70s there? I mean, right now I'm looking outside. I'm like, I could probably go outside and be in shorts and a t-shirt and would be a little chilly, but it's, yeah, it's the middle of December and we have mountains that are an hour away that have snow on them. But for some reason where we're at right here is still, you know, good weather. Yeah, dude, you, you can't beat that. Um, I don't know. For some reason, like growing up in the States, especially on the East coast, like mid Atlantic, you just get the worst of every season. So it's oh, like, it's especially what? Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Maryland yeah. is the worst of every season. It's like the cold as fuck in the winter and so yeah. fucking hot in the summer. <laughs> you have like you have like two good weeks on either end of those. Like <laughs> that you can actually enjoy. And then you're like, oh well fuck us again. Here it's just like you know what you get. You're gonna go outside, you're probably gonna sweat your ass off. Um but then you look at your phone and it says, you know, Saturday, December 12th or whatever and you're like oh i'm wearing a t-shirt and i'm drinking outside it's fucking awesome yeah. people back home are like squeezed inside around the heater so fuck fuck yeah man fuck. i i love florida um it's not just the weather it's just like like things are a little more laid back here it's hard to describe um the only thing that isn't more laid back is driving like, people drive like assholes here. Um, Everyone says that, though, about wherever they're at, so I don't know. That is true. That is a great point. Uh, how are the uh, how are the drivers there? Dude, never, like... so slow. I can't handle it. Oh, really slow? Okay. Yeah, apparently, also, I just learned this yesterday, but, like, just to get, like, a driver's license in Japan, you have to pay, like, $2,500 worth of, like, instructional courses. And you have to do it in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're on like this agreement, you know, being military that we can just use our licenses from the states, and they'll issue us a Japanese license. But for the local Japanese, they have to pay out oh, the okay. end to get their licenses. Damn, dude. Well, that probably yeah. ca- that probably causes people to be better <clears throat> better drivers if you have to pay that fucking much just to get one. That and like, yeah, their tickets here for like speeding or like, you know, running lights, anything like that, they don't fuck around. I, I want to say someone had a $2,000 speeding ticket. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Like, if you if you think you need to be somewhere <laughs> faster, you, you have to like, you have to weigh your, your, your options a little bit better because, you know, is it worth paying $2,000 to be there five minutes early? Is it kilometers per hour? Is it... It and is, they drive yeah. on the left, right? They drive on the left hand side. Yeah, it took a while to get used to. I kept like turning on the windshield wipers instead of the turn signal for a while, but so the turn yeah. signal's on opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would fuck me up. It does, yeah. It I'm actually I'm more worried about going to the States and then going back to like the left side of the car to drive and everything. I feel like I'll probably fucking crash in the first day. Who are you still driving your car? No, I guess not because you said the turn signals on the other side. So like, where's yeah? Your car? You you have to buy cars here. We left oh, the okay. um, the Optima with my uncle in Seattle, and then we left Rachel's car in Las Vegas with her friend. Okay. And then we got here and we bought a we bought a purple minivan. We named her Sophie Tucker, and it was a a thousand bucks, greatest deal ever. And then we bought a uh, Subaru Outback for twenty two hundred dollars. Oh my god! Fucking yeah. steal. It's cars here. The way they look at used car in Japan is the polar opposite of America, right? Like they don't want anything that's more than 10 years old. So there's like these dealerships that like once a car hits 10 years, they get flooded with like, you know, all these vehicles that are perfectly fine. They'll flip them and and, and like charge Americans like four times what the Japanese would pay. But for us, that's still, you know, 10 times cheaper than what we would pay in the States. Dude, uh, used cars here because of like the the whole chip thing. I don't know if you heard about that. Like the the cars 
cars were ma- being manufactured here and every car has a computer chip now for like bluetooth and shit and like uh, china makes them so china was like just basically sticking it up our ass saying you know we're just going to control these chips so you, it's harder for you guys to buy cars and it's more expensive so like a new car it's ridiculously expensive and because of that people are buying used cars which is making used cars ridiculously expensive as well it's crazy to hear i i legit saw on facebook some guy from utah that i used to play disc golf with was trying to sell like his subaru forester for fourteen thousand dollars and this was like you know a 2000 like in the 2000s with over a hundred and twenty thousand early like, 2000 dude who the fuck is paying 14 grand for a car that shitty and then i'm like i'm thinking like yeah what you're telling me right now like used cars like the you know supply and demand market right now in the states is just ridiculous cheaper to buy a car in japan and just have it shipped here <laughs> like you can do that if it's over 25 years old which it's actually interesting the second cars get around the 23 24 year old mark uh people here like on base will up the price by like you know a few thousand dollars because they know if you buy it you could ship it back when you pcs back to the states oh wow okay so yeah, people will take advantage of that. Left, there's people I think actually that work like off base doing that full time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you just like flip. flip yeah, they just flip flip cars. cars. Yeah, yep. yep. Damn, dude. If there's but some I think, kind of scheme, people have thought of it. Yeah, were you gonna say though? Sorry. No, I think the only the only thing uh, with that is that the car has to be a model also available in the states. So like Japan has all these different kinds of cars that I've never even heard of before. Like you know models of cars. And right. like those aren't eligible to ship back because we don't we don't already produce them in the United States. Oh, okay. So it has to be like Ford, Chevy, Mitsubishi, fucking. No, Honda. I mean like there's there's you know, Subaru, Honda, Toyota, like all those cars, but it's got to be a model of that car that we also make. So like a Subaru Outback, right, is something gotcha. that can ship back. But then there's like a Subaru Exiga, which is like E-X-I-G-A, and it's like a bigger version of an Outback. And because we don't make that in the States, gotcha. we can't ship it back. Yep. Well, that's fine. Yeah, they have they have a lot of different models that I was like, oh, shit, never heard of that before. Yeah, when I was in England, I saw this car called a Citroen. And I was like, wow, that's the worst name for a car that I've ever heard. Citroen. Citroen? Citroen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are super common in Italy. Like, that's a huge Italian car company. Yeah, it's like, even my my Chevy Malibu would be colossal compared to these cars, dude. Like, twice, yeah. twice the length, like, three feet wider. Like, I couldn't even... That's one thing about the U.S. The, the cars we make are just purely for, like, luxury and, like, kind of, like, over the top, really, for no reason... They're not, like, they're as functional, like, the cars in Japan, and I'm guessing in Europe, are, like, as functional as they need to be, and, like, you know, you buy a car, and, like, it zooms around, and you get from point A to point B. Here, it's, like, about making a fucking statement, dude, when you roll I I will disagree for Japan specifically, because their cars, I mean, every new car that you buy here, they, they come with, like, you can watch TV on the console in the car with any new car here. Are you serious? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> it's a it's a thing, dude. Like, you, yeah, they have like those, like you know how like a, a Tesla has like the huge iPad looking screen in the middle. Sure. Pretty much every yeah. Japanese car in the last like five years that's been made here has like a screen like that, and like it's you know it's anything you want it to be. It's got like a DVD player built in. It can watch any of the local channels. It can like it's your navigation system. It's all that stuff, and that's just standard with Japanese cars. Damn, I feel like uh, I would have gotten into some trouble here, like having the World Cup game in my car, <laughs> just watching it while you're driving. Yeah. Or just like, you know, hey, guys, I got to take a break for a minute. I got a call in my car. And then, you know, I just go out to my car at work and put the game up. <laughs> yeah. You could still do that with your phone, though, which I don't 
hypothetically don't do right you know but i do that all the time of course not of course not yeah i do know of one website though but it, it's it's given it's basically shut my computer down my computer barely works now because <laughs> i've watched red zone so many times on. yeah it's 14 pop-ups come up and then your cpu is just overloads it says click here to play and it has that like youtube red right pointing arrow and i click yeah. it and it, it's a pop-up ad and i close the <laughs> pop-up and i click it again it's another pop-up ad and i close that and i click it again and it starts loading but a pop-up comes up so i close that <laughs> and then yeah. uh advertisement comes on the right it says uh single girls want to fuck in your area and then it's just a, a girl showing her butthole right on the side of it. So I have to, like, I don't want my wife to be, like, thinking, what is this guy doing? Like, why is he so secretive on the computer You're clicking all these things? And there's a picture of a butthole there. So I have to enlarge the screen. So I click the bottom to enlarge the screen, which creates another pop-up. So I have to X out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything you click on will create a new pop-up until you finally get to the like end exactly. state of a of a stream that is so grainy that you can't even tell what's going on. <laughs> and then and then after two minutes it'll freeze and then yeah. another pop-up. <laughs> it's like, all right, this is yep. worth it. That's exactly what happens. What about um what about movies, dude? I've been uh I've been on um <laughs> Prime a bunch lately and i keep scrolling past it probably because i'm too pussy to put it on but i keep seeing hereditary and i'm like you know what it's today the day and i just decide nah maybe today is not the day but like have you um have you seen any movies that you would recommend so, yeah i watched um smile a few weeks ago and i think i got i got brian to watch it too and he texted me he's like he thought the movie was stupid, but it did a good job actually scaring him. Because I think, I think, like, honestly, I watched it alone in the dark, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm not going to sleep well tonight, because this is legitimately, like, it's got a lot of jump scenes, and it's kind of like the the monster in it is scary as fuck. So I think they, they did a good job for, you know, what the movie was. Dude, if you make a monster that can scare a dude in his 30s, that's pretty good. Like yeah, I, I think you should watch it. At the, I don't know if it's free, but you can stream it on like moviesjoy.com or whatever. So there's there's that movie that I think they did a good job in, in terms of like scary horror. And then I watched um, Don't Worry Darling last month as well. And I think it's gotten like a lot of mixed reviews on like people liked it or they didn't like it and, and everything. But I thought it was very well done. And I love sci-fi to begin with. So that was... um that was a really interesting movie up until, you know, like you figure out everything at the end and it did a really good job keeping our attention. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry, darling. And it's got Florence oh. Pugh in it. The one from, uh, do you know who Florence is? Florence Pugh? Yeah. He, um, he invented the tricycle, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. No, no it's the, bl- the blonde chick from, uh, like black widow. That's like the sister of Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson as a sister? I'm in. In the Marvel movies, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, not in real life? Or Midsummer. She's the star of Midsummer. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. Is that a David Lynch movie? Midsummer? No, that's the same guy who made Hereditary. Oh, okay. Okay. But she's a phenomenal actress, so everything she's in, I usually enjoy watching. <clears throat> so she's really not... Scarlett Johansson's sister. This is just someone who plays her sister in a in a Marvel movie. movie. Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. So I was thinking, if there's two of that, I'm I'm in. Yeah, but when you when you have some time, smile and don't worry, darling. Darling, I would recommend. And also, how's your uh, your Maddie J Gmail looking? Your email account. Well, it's funny you should say that. I was uh, gonna check if you will bear with me here. I'm 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 here for it. Um, it seems I might have some kind of email from somebody, so check. I love Gmail here, especially on my phone, because I can just check and see how much. See, like I get a lot of email that really like kind of just praises the show. Like you're doing a great job, Matt. You know, keep going. I can tell <laughs> this is your dream all the time. Um. Yeah. 
And then I just got this one. It's I love this. It says, "Hey Matt, go fuck yourself." I'm playing straight bussin' though on God, homie. It's like, dude, I'm connecting. <laughs> I'm connecting with Gen Z, and I yeah. get it. And yeah. they're also telling me to go fuck myself, which is great. You know, I don't know exactly. who sent it. That's a that's a very rude email, actually. Who sent this? Was it, I don't know. Oh, BMAS. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll figure. Nah, man, but I pre- I appreciate uh appreciate you. You and uh, Parks have hit up the inbox for some delectable uh, stories. And yeah. but I uh I I've been meaning to ask, man. You know, I know it was one of your passions. Maybe it's become kind of put on the back burner. But like, dude, what's up with the storytelling, man? Can you write some more stories in? I've been been wanting to get back into it so much. And I just, I don't know what's going on. I think this whole year is a watch. Okay. Fair enough. But I do, I want to get back into the storytelling back into the, I'm trying to do like the Microsoft flight simulator synced up with music video still. And like just a bunch of different things. And I think I just overwhelm myself with random projects. I didn't know you did that, dude. I subscribed to uh, Microsoft Flight Sim on Reddit. I just watched videos of guys like doing crazy shit on Microsoft Flight Sim, even though I've never played it. I just think it's cool. Yeah, so I bought like the F thirty five aircraft for twenty bucks or whatever, and then like I'll fly that over like you know famous landmarks and like you know flips and spins and go through buildings and all that kind of shit. And then I'll sync it up with like a cool like EDM song or like some sort of song, right? And I've been writing all these different labels and saying like, Hey, would you guys mind if I use your music as the background music to like these Microsoft flight simulator videos? Right. right. And I'll send them clips of it. And like legitimately I get ignored by probably 80% of them, but a couple of them have come back and said, Oh, Hey, we're going to have to discuss this further and talk to like our whoever manager. And then I just never fucking hear from, uh, hear from them oh, again. So like, I thought it was going in the other direction. Like, dude, yeah, no, I'm still it. like, I have yet to get one band to approve me to use their music. And it's been very frustrating. Dude, you know what music you can use? Uh, yeah. Jeffers, you get Jeffers approval <laughs> as one-fifth, possibly one-fifth and a half. That's a fraction. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, Jumper's Hole. I give you permission uh, to use jumper soul tracks, swing your partner dosy do. <laughs> that might actually be kind of good. I would, dude. If you ever do that, uh, I'm watching. I'll totally watch. Put I can do that for fun in like three hours, and I'll put it up on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would watch that. Yeah, but oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna have to let you go because it's getting here to be lunch, and Rachel and I have some plans this afternoon, and then we have a uh, a party to go to tonight. So. I'm going to start getting oh my our shit together. I can't believe you're leaving my drunk ass. That's fine. Um, thanks for coming on, dude. I, I appreciate it. Um, any any last things you want to say? Anything you want to plug? No, no. Just thanks for having me. And I always, you know, enjoy doing this. So hopefully not six months from now, uh, earlier than that, we can we can do another one, maybe have a couple people on next time. Yeah, sounds good, man. Thanks for joining. Uh, Everybody out there in the stratosphere, we love you. Australia, we love you. Argentina, Europe, okay. Uh, England, go fuck yourself. Who else? (laughs) Japan, we love you too. And the US of A, thanks for listening. Maddie J Podcast signing out. Bye.
I talk out loud like you're